Welcome back to another episode of Third and Long. I'm Sam Prince. Join my, but next to me is my co-host Aaron Hook. Happy New Year! First episode of 2024. NFL playoffs just happened. Super wild card weekend just happened, and of course we are joined by two members of the Rowan Radio Sports Department, Aiden Doherty and Connor McAndrew. You guys are both Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. You guys mm-hmm. are just having a wonderful day today after your loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night to eliminate the Eagles out of the playoffs. Welcome to Cancun, guys. Yep. It's, 32 to 9. I'm not running from the grind. We're okay. here. We showed up. You did. You, you, uh, we, you we scored nine points. Oh, congratulations for making the playoffs and having the same amount of playoff wins as the Giants in the year 2024. Okay. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I, I Look, man, I don't mind the trolling. Because, again, from a perspective, I, told, I said this last week, I kind of was rooting for a loss. And you keep saying uh, that's how, not true. How do you, it is okay, true. But how do you go into a playoff game and say, you know, I don't want my team to win? Because... Like, look, in all man, serious, like, tell me the straightest of face. My you saying, were rooting for the Bucks instead of your own team in the yes. playoffs? When Mike Evans dropped that deep pass, I got I got sad. I, I was genuinely like, please. Before A.J. Brown was out, was that the, you had the same mindset or no? I had the same mindset, but it's also, like, I was rooting for, like, Hurts to succeed last night so what and, if, and stuff like that. But it was also just, look, my saying has been, I'll sacrifice a year. To save the next five, ten years. So speaking, and of, I think this is the year that we are sacrificing to save the next five, ten years of the franchise. Okay, so what do you do with Sirianni now? I, you got to let him go because look, man, this is the but, problem. They are just fundamentally bad. Like they, from a standpoint of they can't play offense against the blitz. They simply just have no answers. I mean, they have no hot routes. Hot routes is a big thing. If people, if you're sending seven, somebody's got to run it like a, a simple slant. You just give them the ball, let them make a catch and, and run for it. They're fundamentally bad in, in a sense that they don't run a play to set up the next one. They don't run play action. They had the least amount of motion in the NFL. We live in a world in 2024 where NFL teams are running motion like at least 50% of the game. The Eagles run it at 11%. And we watched the Dolphins offense be great. Obviously, they didn't have a great performance, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But that made their offense great. And it it allows the quarterback to know, man, zone. It it makes the quarterback's job easier when you go through these simple hot routes, when you run motion. And they made Jalen Hurts' life hard. He got blitzed almost every down last night. And they got to him 13 times, it says, in under 2.5 seconds and 10 unblocked blitzes where a guy just came in free. They didn't pick up blitzes well. And part of that, I hate to say it, Jason Kelsey didn't do a great job of, of doing that all year. And I, I'm very sad that he retired, obviously. But they do everything so fundamentally bad. They just don't look coached well. It feels like they counted on talent. They were 10-1. and Everybody's like, oh, they went 10-1. and Like, what happened? What happened was the, the talent carried them to those 10 wins. Every game was close. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they all played hero ball. And I, I'm just disappointed because you watch, like, the Rams this weekend. You watch the Lions. You watch Nico Collins and the Texans. You watch all these offensive play callers send guys across the middle that's where offense is nowadays. Everything is outside the numbers for the Eagles, and it makes everything so, so hard. I showed Sam a screenshot of what happened on a third and two play call last night um, where the middle of the field is wide open. I'll show you guys right here. Obviously, people listening can't see it, but a guy is coming in free as a rusher. There is not a single guy open. In the Nobody's even in the middle of the field. And that's where you have to go when you're getting blitzed, is the middle of the field. Let a guy make a catch. Let a guy run. And everything is so bad fundamentally. And I think that's why Sirianni just has to go because, honestly, they went from a very great coaching staff to, I would argue that they were the 32nd best coaching staff in the NFL this season. And it's honestly impressive. Like I think what Jalen Hurts went through this season, even though he had weapons and everything, I argue this is just worse than the Chargers because this coaching staff, awful. Kellen Moore, I would trade for Kellen Moore if I could halfway through that season, this season. And it's just, it's awful. And no, he won't get the benefit of the doubt due to the fact that, oh, you have A.J. Brown, you have Devontae Smith. They're not schemed open. It's all, it's counting on them to get open due to their talent instead of, like, we'll watch games. I said this to you earlier, Sam, as well. We'll watch games. You'll be like, how do they let Debo Samuel get that wide open? Because the coaching schemed him up wide open. Every time A.J. Brown makes a catch, every time Devontae Smith makes a catch, a defender's right on his on his back. 
and they they ran into probably the worst possible opponent in Tampa that's so well coached defensively, right? Against so, the blitz too. Yeah, exactly. And obviously the 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 front four for Tampa eight last night. You know, mm-hmm. again the Eagles offensive line did not play well, and um, when Hertz was under pressure. You know, again, and he didn't have anywhere to go with the ball. You know, at some point you're asking yourself, what do you want the guy to do, right? And um, Tampa Bay, obviously, and, you know, defensively, you said the 32nd right staff for a reason. Defensively, that side of the ball, all year it's been a problem. Mm -hmm. It's been a problem. Um, And I don't know who to blame. I don't like The tackling last night was really bad at certain points. You you can make an argument that when the Eagles were coming back, when you guys were losing 16-9, to you just had an opportunity but then when James Bradbury missed that tackle, you just knew it was over. Yeah, and it was like it was the ine- inevitable, right? Because they were dropping passes all game long. The Bucks were in that first half, and you were just like, "Why is this game a seven-point game?" And it's just hard. And I, one thing I forgot to mention is that when they kept blitzing on third down, like the one thing you can't do when a team is running press man coverage is just run like ten-yard comebacks because you're just not going to get separation that way. And that's what the Eagles did all night. It was press coverage with a blitz, and they're just hoping somehow Hertz throws it before Devontae Smith turns his back, and somehow the defender is a little bit off of him to make a catch. And it's just, it's, it was, it's just really all fully coached. And I was a big Sirianni guy. I thought he had good designs last year. I don't, I don't know what happened to it, and I don't know if I can blame Brian Johnson. A lot of Eagles fans were blaming Brian Johnson all year long. I think it's just a chef cooking off a bad menu. I think that's what Brian Johnson's doing. I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt more than Sirianni does. So so let me get this right. So Sirianni designs the plays and the coordinator call, that was the yes. relationship him and Steichen had and there last was, year. Yes, and there was a report so apparently. So all Steichen did was sorry, was just call the plays. I think he, he had a lot okay. of intel He's, with yeah, him. Yeah, of course. I, I think this year Sirianni got a bigger ego mm-hmm. and Kind of Brian Johnson didn't really have that hand because apparently there was a report. Jeff McLean again, he's dropped a lot of those Eagles reports of like when Alshon Jeffrey, like when Wentz was a locker room issue type stuff, and a lot of it turned out to be true. So like I kind of believe his report of to an extent, and he said kind of like it's Sirianni's office. Sometimes Sirianni will budge Brian Johnson and, and change the play call that he wants to be called, and it's just like can you blame Brian? Jo- Eagles fans have been cooking Brian Johnson all year, and I think they're finally realizing that he's just. Sadly, a puppet, and yeah. and he really hasn't been able to run what he wants to. And I think Sirianni took advantage of him being a first year play caller and be acting like he had he has the ego over him. And I think that was just the big problem this year. And I, I think Brian Johnson deserves the benefit of the doubt, whether that be he stays as the Eagles' offensive co- coordinator or he moves on and gets another chance to be an offensive coordinator. So you think Sirianni should be fired, mm-hmm. but you keep Brian Johnson? Yeah. It it obviously depends on what head coach they were to replace him with. Like, if they replace him with an offensive play caller, I would keep Brian Johnson in the sense that Brian Johnson isn't just running the whole offense by himself, even though he doesn't have much experience of running a whole offense. But if they hired, like, Rabel, I, it would kind of be tough to hire a guy that only has one year of experience, really, as a true play caller. But I think he definitely is going to be good in the NFL. I would be shocked if Brian Johnson wasn't a head coach at some point. Okay. And Connor, what were your reactions from last night's game? What do you do with Sariani and the rest of his coaching staff? Um, you know, watching that game last night, it's been a story that we've seen every single week this season by the Eagles. You know, you start ten and one, and then all of a sudden the Niners come into town, and then everything just goes downhill from there. And you honestly don't know what happened besides you know how big of a blow can impact a team like that, and to go from this storybook of a start to just a torrential downfall for this team. Um, I really don't know where they're going to go. You saw Jason Kelsey retired. Brandon Graham's going to give another year. I'm very happy about that, by the way. I don't want to see Brandon Graham go. With Kelsey being gone, now you have Jurgen stepping up at center, which is what he was drafted as originally, which I think is a good thing to have him develop because I believe he's only like 24, 23 years old which is really good by the team to grab him in the second round a few years ago. And Dickerson was supposed to be a center, too. (laughs) He's now a left guard. But it's really worked in the offensive line's favor. So the offensive line is fine. The wide receivers, I mean, all in all, Sirianni's lost the locker room, I feel like. And this game, you know, I wanted us to win. But at the same time, 
like if we lost, I feel like what you said last night about if we lose tonight, we can save you know five seasons potentially. Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand the impact of a head coach, especially this off season. Like if it was any other off season, like maybe I wouldn't want to fire Sirianni, um, and I'd give him another year to hopefully fix it in the next couple months. But this off season's got so many great head coaches, and I, I also think that the way it spiraled the last couple of weeks might be a little unfixable. Absolutely, especially when you have uh, just the amount of coaches that are going to be available. Like the Eagles are going to be talking to a bunch of people. I bet. And Hopefully, let's yeah. let's hope he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's hope. Do you think Brian Johnson gets fired? Again, I I think that he, I hurts likes him, and I think he he can be a very good Ovens coordinator. Again, and I'm not in the rooms of how much he controls what happens on the field with the offense, but I wouldn't mind him coming back and giving him a chance. Obviously, he's a little inexperienced. I would love to see him go to like the Panthers or something, and and, and you know trial and error over there. And I think he'd become a very good offense coordinator and eventually a very good head coach. As long as I stop seeing the screen passes, because <laughs> to Julio those, Jones out of all people hurt. <laughs> So let's just say in a world where Sariani stays with the 2024-2025 season, mm-hmm. if you're Jalen Hurts, how do you have a good relationship this upcoming season with Sariani? Because I believe it was his press conference after the Cowboys game when he called out people on the Eagles. Could he have been calling out Sariani this whole time when we thought it you was Brian know. Johnson? Yeah, you never know. Um, again, Hertz seems like Hertz would if it if it does happen, Hertz would probably just you know he, he's he's one of those guys he'll go to work and and he'll he'll try to figure this out. It's up to Sirianni if he wants to figure it out himself too. I just think last night, like, I, were you guys listening to the broadcast? Like the broadcasters, like, did you watch Troy Aikman almost every play point out how bad the coaching is? Like every single play, we had Jay Gruden on Twitter saying that the coaching is awful. Jay Gruden, you like. Jay Gruden, the same guy who has run some har- horrible offenses, <laughs> he even he even sees that it's bad. And you had Peyton Manning taking Jalen Hurts' back, saying like, "How are you supposed to succeed here?" And it, it, it's just tough. I he, they're setting Jalen Hurts up for fail. They're setting everybody up in that offense to fail. And I think that's why you need to fire. Him. And I think that's why it's hard to have that relationship again because I don't know how Hertz is watching his film and being like like when Hertz in the offseason goes with his quarterback coach when he goes with you know some of his trainers and stuff and they watch his film like how are you looking at this and you're like yeah this is an offense like no I would be sitting there laughing at what Nick Sirianni put me through I would I, I am I'm laughing now yeah I know so, I know all right all right <laughs> did you guys like when you going through this a little scared when you only won one game since your victory over the Cowboys at home. Uh-huh. When did it start to realize that for you, yeah, there's a real serious problem with Sirianni? Week one. Week one. Yes. The first week of the NFL season. Yeah. That's when I... You did point that out to We me. talked a lot. I, I, didn't, I didn't come on third and long too much in the fall. But on all sides and when I came on third and long, I mentioned that the coaching was poor. But I'm... Gave them the benefit of the doubt of like, all right, like maybe they're saving their best stuff for the bigger games. Maybe they're just trying to go through the motions right now. And and just, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. They just went to the Super Bowl, right? Um, but then it got past like week 10. And you're like, still seeing, it's out, it's getting worse actually. Um, and then it got to, you know, the Christmas game against the Giants. It didn't look too good. It was a lot of hurts hero ball that game. Um then obviously the Cardinals, the offense looked good at least. Uh, but again, it wasn't like fluid offense of like this. We won that. We won that game. Not won that game, but scored a lot of points due to talent. And it was just the same issues. Everything on the outside. If you look at Hertz's throwing charts every game, all the throws are outside the numbers. There's a couple over the middle. And if you look at the ones over the middle, they're like. 30-plus yards, touchdowns. Like, last night, I mentioned that they need hot routes, run slants when guys are running blitzes. They did it once. I almost think they might have did it by accident. Devontae Smith ran a slant in the slot route, um, in the slot, and he caught the pass, got 30 yards. They didn't run it again. They never they never sent somebody over the middle again. Okay, we've been talking a lot about the Eagles' downfall in this episode so far. we got to give credit where credit is due to Baker Mayfield. 
Mm-hmm. Who would have thought Baker Mayfield would break the Tampa Buccaneers to a playoff game? Not only bring better that- than Brady. <laughs> Brady didn't win one last year, right? Yeah. To win a playoff game, the guy has more playoff wins this century than the Cleveland Browns. Wow, I I love Baker, man. I'm I'm very happy for him. I, I was kind of a Bucks not fan, but like I rooted for them. Like out of all the teams in the AFC, NFC South, no, I was rooting for the Saints. So I was I was very I hate the Saints. Not not there there isn't many more franchises I hate more than the New Orleans Saints. Um, but that's for another time. Um. But I, I really like that, like Baker Mayfield. I like Todd Bowles too. I'm sure Aaron has opinions on Todd Bowles. Yeah. Um, but I like Todd Bowles. He's a great uh, defensive yeah. mind. Yeah, no, he is. I mean, again, uh, Tampa defensively was really good last night. Obviously, yeah, I think we have now kind of confirmed. I mean, I think it was probably already this way, but. I think, you know, they were by far the best team in that division, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Atlanta just had problems all over the place, yeah. quarterback stuff, and the Saints, Derek Carr, you know, he held them back. And um, The Bucks lost a lot of close games, too. They were very close to, like, 11-12 yeah. win team. Um, I think Tampa now, you know, you're going to Detroit. Hmm. Uh, that's going to be a pretty interesting matchup to me because, you know, both teams, I think defensively, um, are almost like they're both weird. Like I don't trust the talent, but the coaching is weird. Yeah, enough that's what I'm saying. To where I feel like they could could win. Like I think they could outcoach teams just based off. You know, it's not the like if they if they run these defenses against Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers, like they might get they might let them put up forty. But I think that they could send weird blitzes. Goff's a statue in the pocket. Baker Mayfield can make a mistake. Uh, he made a couple last night. The Eagles just didn't capitalize on, on them. They had like two dropped interceptions. So I think the coaching, if they could just get like really aggressive, I mean, at, at, at this right time, you could you could see uh, you know, the coaching uh, work out and uh, win a game for either side. And all of a sudden, Bucks might be in the MC Championship. So who do you got? You got Bucks. It's early. I would say I predict predict the Lions, but I think it could be a close game. I, I do want to ask though, if 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 the Lions like beat the Bucks, you almost feel like their win against the Rams just like you you can't even be happy anymore because <laughs> like you lost to a team that like you should beat in the in the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think for them making the playoffs, like the if you Lions, lose to like the Niners, like I think the you're, it's like it's the Lions right. made the playoffs like at the at a home playoff game. Have you to see the atmosphere there? Eminem started a lose yourself chant. It was electric on Twitter. I have a friend who was at his alliance fan. He was there. He was texting about it. He said it was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> Me yeah. when Meek Mill came out at, when the Eagles ran out from the Meek Mill song. And that God, that was like a fever dream. So I, I'm happy for, for all the Lions fans. I do think they're going to win this weekend. I don't think Is enough. That came on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, okay. Thank you, Connor. And so, like, I'm. I'm happy for them. I, can we just talk about Jared Goff? How underrated he's been this whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I still can't trust him, man. I can. Uh, Goff, I, I think, has really put himself now in in a category of quarterbacks. Like for like, tier three. Like, tier, I mean, look, yeah. is he going to be perfect? No, no. but I, I think, I, I, I would. I mean, in the playoff game, I think, I think with the way that, um. He's gotten all his guys involved in the way they run the ball. I think I can trust him. I really do think. I mean, Laporta has been huge for them, actually becoming like a new another weapon. You know, they lost Hawkinson, and he's stepped right in and been great as a receiving threat. Obviously, Amonra is just unreal, um, and he's got like his favorite. You know, he's got his guy Josh Reynolds from L.A. <laughs> Thrown crazy him, revenge game, throwing to him like nine times a game. <laughs> Dude, the announcer was it uh, Mike Tirico? Mm, yeah. He was like every time Josh Reynolds caught a ball, he, he made sure to say that he was facing his former team. Yeah, you you? <laughs> which I respect, but uh, it was crazy. just funny. It was Goff just funny. was going up against his former team. Stafford on the other side, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the I really wanted to see Stafford get one oh. shot to drive oh. them down the field and and Same. just take the hearts out of deep like. I really like villain stories, and I, I wanted that. It so would have been bad. so weird to see him become the villain. Too, Imagine you like talk to the crowd after too. Like, <laughs> like, like I owe you. I owe you. Go, I ride, go full Raj on him. Um, no, but it's so weird too because all, a bunch of Lions fans were were fans of Stafford and the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. 
and now they're rooting against him. Yeah. Uh, it was just a great storyline. It was, I mean, it was for the at, at up to that point of of the weekend, it was like the only good game. The first mm-hmm. three games were all pretty lopsided. See, that's a, this is the difference, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to it, but. I mean, See, I, I love the Packers game. I did. It did feel like a blowout yeah, to me because they were up like twenty. And I thought it was a one possession game because well, I was scared. Well, let's talk about the Packers. All right. And Jay Love. This is why yesterday didn't hurt, man. Jordan Love. He made sure that the Eagles pretty much didn't give a free pass to the Cowboys to end this divisional round championship drought. Uh, and hey, man, Jordan Love, one of my favorite quarterbacks, honestly. Um. And that, that game was exciting. Uh, it felt like, you know, there wasn't too many games that yeah, were good over the weekend. And that game, even though it was like a blowout, it still felt like a very good game just because the Cowboys lost. And you were watching, like, a true offense of, like, amazing, like, the Cowboys were trying to send everything at Jordan Love. He didn't flush a pocket too early. He had happy feet a little bit, but when he did, he, you know that one play where he, like, rolled out and then he cut it back and then fired a dart? And it was just like, wow, like this guy is, this guy is like, this is going to be 40 years Mm -hmm. of 45, 50 years of great quarterback play for this organization. I mean, it's crazy because Connor in this game, the Cowboys, it looked like to me, at least they were playing a lot of kind of this soft zone. Right. And you saw Romeo Dobbs like four or five times, just wide open over the middle of the field. Jordan Love obviously trusts all his guys at this point. Um, and they've compiled a nice group of weapons for him. Aaron Jones finds the end zone three times in this he game. He owns well. the Cowboys. He, yeah, he, he always plays well against them. And um, this is a group right now in the Packers that are maybe the hottest team in the league. And I wouldn't want to face them. And they are going into Santa Clara to take on the Niners. I think that's going to be such a great game mm-hmm. this weekend. It, it's just the before you get to Connor. I just want to say, like, what if Jordan Love like does a reverse Rodgers and doesn't lose to the Niners and, and beats the Niners, actually. How funny would that yeah. be? I would love that. And a little side note, do you guys know how many wins the Packers have now in AT&T Stadium? All time? Playoff. Playoff. All time? Oh, play- Is All like time? Four? Three. Three. How many do the Cowboys have? <laughs> One? Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And one of them was against uh, the Lions, right? Yeah. yeah they... They really don't. They don't got. I mean, much. look, that Cowboys team is so talented. It's just short. It's just poorly coached. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Connor, what did you? Think? What do you think? For, I mean, we're Eagles fans, so yeah. we're we're happy. Obviously, yeah. I'm sure you enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you enjoyed it too. I'm not a Cowboys hater or anything. It was I mean, fun. I don't. But it was kind of like. This is kind of sick. It's like this is this is worst case <laughs> this scenario. Is, this is pretty funny, yeah, that this is actually happening to them again. So Yeah, I would say my feelings offset, you know. Eagles lose, but the Cowboys lose bigger, so I'll take yep. that. And well, So you'll take a Cowboys loss? To with Sam, so the would you to Stop offset it. the feelings. Sam, you are dancing on if our grave Giants- right now. <laughs> <laughs> like this is ironic, right? Now. With you would take a Cowboys loss with 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 your own playoff loss. You should have got out of it. Yeah, sure. I'll take I'll take that result. Yeah, like I knew the Eagles were not you know winning the Super Bowl this year. So like just the the Cowboys not being a reason that or excuse me you know the Eagles not being a reason that the Cowboys got to the NFC Championship and maybe even the Super Bowl like it it just kind of made the loss hurt less a lot less. I mean I'm telling you. Like a lot less, and I woke up and I actually didn't believe it. I I like the next day after the Cowboys lost, I was like, it's like yesterday was really the playoffs and they lost. Like it was, it wasn't a week I thirteen game. Think that they are going to lose in, in the division round. I, see this thing: if the Cowboys beat the Packers, I I think you you're in a world where Cowboys. What you said, Cowboys? Yeah, oh my bad. Yeah, Cowboys beat the Packers. <laughs> yeah, like if they if they beat the Packers. Like yeah, if they beat the Packers if on they Sunday, beats yeah, in the Packers, yeah, beats yeah. in my my fault for uh, huh. the pronunciation. But I think you live in a world where like they probably go in Detroit or or they would host Detroit win. No, I and think then, Detroit and then gets, they just got one. No, Detroit gets they can't lose the Niners three three years in a row, right? I mean, obviously yes, the Niners have lose. been you know their white whale or whatever. They've been the ghost that's haunted mm-hmm. them, but. Still, no. That would have been two playoff wins, and I mean, so is Green Bay. I mean, over the years they've gotten them a number of times now, and uh, it's just crazy that it's the same story 
Yeah. Every every year they look great in the regular season, right? And they have a, all it's this like, talent defensively, and they're hitting. Uh, I mean, at home especially, they were really good this year. And I mean, it's it's again. Like, I think a coaching issue, like Sam said, for Mike McCarthy to have this happen against your former team as well has got to be just such a a dagger. Uh-huh. Um, Oh yeah, and oh. yeah, right. I, mean, oh, you, I forgot it. He's I been forgetting. there so long, and you yeah. don't even right. You like kind of forget that McCarthy was Packers was Packers. in Green Bay, and um, I don't know where they're going to go from here. I mean, he wouldn't say anything about McCarthy being back, or what. I mean, I feel like the fact that there's not even a single rumor, and it's two days after it now. Yeah, he's probably he's, there. He's staying. I think Jerry Jones is kind of like he's going to stay, but let's let the fire go down a little bit. Uh, but I do want to ask you guys, like. How look, we're you know, these big market fans, and like we're I feel like we're all very honest about our teams. Um, and Cowboys fans will find a way to you know get hype for the next season, but how do you get hype? You mentioned the regular season success, how do you like get excited to watch the Dallas Cowboys, um, in the regular season, especially because. You know whatever Dak is doing in the regular season just it is probably going to just go out the window. He, th- as he gave as them a, 14 points, man. Like, the one he threw to Savage, oh, Darnell yeah. Savage. The one that was pick six, that was Savage. Uh, where, where is he throwing that ball? <laughs> that was like me and Intermural. You tell me. I don't... <laughs> I, I, I just... <laughs> I don't know. He he just something something up here. I think with all these great players that have something go wrong in the playoffs. Um, you talked about Ben Simmons a few years back. See, that's the thing. Like, I asked that question because it's just mental. The I Sixers, think. like, it was it's hard to get hyped about the Sixers because they're they were kind of like the Cowboys, you know, in a sense that. But the problem is, is that the Sixers, you know, got a new coach. Like, you know, they still they still have like clear issues that they fix. Not to make this a basketball podcast, but. Yeah, like they changed, but they changed. So I got excited. How do you get excited if you return with Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott? Don't really. You might. You might even like possibly keep Dan Quinn if somehow the Seahawks yeah. don't find like if the Seahawks hire him. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, it's just, I just don't know how you get because we're all honest. Like I feel like if this was the like the Eagles don't fire Sirianni, I think it's going to be hard for me to truly get hype about football next yeah. year. Um, that's a great, yeah, that's a great point. Like, but at least the Eagles aren't in a sense of the Cowboys where it's been five years of that. Not, it's just been one year of the Eagles doing this, you know, one year is different than five years. Look, I had to watch as a Giants fan, Pat Shermer and Joe judge as my <laughs> head coaches. You know what? Sorry, bro. <laughs> you know what? You're like, oh, I had to watch one year. Of Nick Sirianni's stinking. You know what? Not to bring it back to the Giants, well, but uh, you can talk about the Super Bowl run also. I mean, they had, a great offensive coordinator who got the best out of Jalen Hurts, right? And the offense was just clicking the whole way. And, I mean, again, you have enough talent on that defense to where – and, I mean, again, they ran Jonathan Dan out of the building after the Super Bowl, and, and the defense got worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, I think Sirianni – and he had the play calling that first year but then was forced to give it up. There's uh-huh. obviously something there as well. So I think his whole tenure is going to be classified by – well, you, yeah, you were given a team with, I mean, maybe the most talent in the NFL, and you got to see a Super Bowl, great. But, you know, down the stretch, attitude, and then the year after, after a great start again uh, because of the players, yeah. at some point, uh, you know, the ship tipped over. It was too much to bear. And, I mean, Eagles, lost, they lose, what, seven of their last eight to end yeah, the year? Six, six or the last, seven. Six of their yeah, last yeah, seven? Yeah, whatever it is. I but it's it's great. Coaching's like coaching's very underrated in all sports, but it's very important in football. And I think that's one thing I forgot to mention when we were just talking about the Cowboys and Dan Quinn. Of like, you, you mentioned actually right away that they played zone a lot. Through 17 games, they were man-heavy. Yeah. Cover one, put one safety back there, run man on the outside, and all of a sudden they're just running zone. I, I think maybe I don't know. It's a quarterback that throws a beautiful ball. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know if it was lack of of prep or what, but I think they were almost looking at Jordan Love and daring him to make throws. And I'm like, you know, the way this guy's played the last like two months of football, like he's been one of the best throwers of the football in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. been on the money, this kid, and. uh 
it's just crazy. I, I just don't really get that game plan. Again, I saw Romeo Dobbs just running free. like <laughs> The one tight end? Do you see that? Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. <laughs> well, I understand why the confusion uh, happened there. Sometimes it just happens, sadly, in football where, you know, one guy is all, supposed to be manned out, gets confused. But, like, man, they, they really just blew. And I feel like that's just kind of do Dan Quinn defense is. Like, they really have a bunch of guys. Like, McCarthy kind of is one of those guys that, you know, his coaching for some reason always doesn't work in the playoffs. And Dan Quinn's coaching for some reason never works in the playoffs. Like, it, it's just, it's interesting. And, I mean, it couldn't happen to a better franchise. Uh, that's for sure. So as we end this Cowboys talk, let's talk about the game on Peacock the other night. Where <laughs> the Kansas City Did you guys Chiefs. watch it on Peacock? Is I, I, I did. Actually, I did. I actually had Not it, a yeah. flat. I do have Peacock. I do, too. too. I do, too. I don't don't let the girls know that. Where the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Miami Dolphins 26-7. Everyone... Did you guys all see Taylor Swift's custom jacket? It was fire. Oh, no, I missed it. Did you? No, I missed it. Didn't see it. (laughs) So it was only the most bright red thing I've ever seen. Like, it's only she I'm gonna hit up like uh, every ten seconds. I'm gonna hit up what's her name, Kristen Uschek. I yeah, uh, I heard I'm, Kyle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Jalen Hurts one. Jacket was nice. I want a Kmart jacket. The jacket was pretty like, fun. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna ask her for a Jalen Hurts one. She'll make it. She will. <laughs> like I'm Jalen Hurts' brother. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, Kyle will post. Made by my wife. Oh, yeah. And now I got the retweet, you know. What did Jalen Hurts' his brother rock the, rock in the, rock in the jacket? I'm in the nosebleeds. <laughs> <laughs> so they cut to you on, uh, on NBC. Uh, that's, that's Hurts' his brother up there, we were told. <laughs> we were told. Wow. Wonder how that happened. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, did so Miami, Kansas you, City. Yeah, you guys can. You, you want to take this game? Because, you, you know, your you, dad's a Dolphins you, fan. You, you, my dad is a Dolphins <laughs> fan, and it was nice. I mean, look, I don't relish it in the Dolphins yes, sucking, you do. but. Yes, you do. My dad loves to let me know about it when the Jets, the Jets are, just yeah. lose every week, right? And he's like, you know, he never hesitates to tell me the Jets sucked. So, I mean, when they lost, I was like. I was telling him throughout the game, I'm like, dude, Tua kind of blows. Like, I'm Tua like, he kind of sucks. Like, the Dolphins can't play away from their little cozy, hard rock, 85 degrees, you know, South Florida. Um, the weather obviously was just nuts in this game, and obviously it affected both sides. It was weird, man. The way the ball was coming out of both quarterbacks' hands and just all the drops we saw, right? So, I mean, the weather was just insane, but. Um, but, you I, know. Yeah, but you know uh, who's who, who? What quarterback does not blow? Who? Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look, uh, Mahomes. I mean, yeah, he's this is the best Mahomes. quarterback How in football. Ha- I think he played Mahomes well. media. He did. I mean, look, Rasheed Rice had a had a monster. Rasheed hey, is so good. Rasheed Rice so has good. really, I Come think, along, I think, yeah. asserted himself there as as the as the as the number one target at this point. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. As he passed Kelsey, I, I think it's right there. Honestly, I don't think Kelsey had a great game in this one. Either. Kelsey hasn't had a great season. Yeah, no, really he's, he's been too he's been too tangled up with Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, can't blame him. I mean, <laughs> that, look, that's a different story for another podcast. <laughs> but look, the Chiefs go in this game, and I'm going to say this: you guys are going to call me crazy. They're going to go on a run. You know what? That's what I'm. I think could happen. This Chiefs team, and I'm, I'm kind of supporting it. I ain't going to lie. So they this have high-powered offense like they usually do. They're going to find ways to win. If it matters, going through Pacheco, going through Rice, we're having their defense carry them. Their defense, oh, it's so good. They're going to go. Jerry Steed, all pro. They're going to go into Buffalo and win. And McDuffie on the other side. Oh, I forgot about him. You have a cornerback duo. I don't know if they go into Buffalo and win because I think the only thing stopping a Chiefs run is the Buffalo Bills. Because I think the Buffalo Bills are one of those teams that – they're like, both in this. Like, I think weird, they're. Yeah. I think they got that uh, that magic. They I, got the Packers magic, but more talent. Yeah, they've been on a run, and obviously we know Connor. Every time these two teams match up, it's, it's going to be a movie, man. At, at least it's in Buffalo. It's finally in Buffalo. Right? Yeah. So finally the Bills get their shot at home. It's obviously going to be freezing there again, and so yeah, I mean, it should be a great matchup. Uh, what's this round? I mean, that round atmosphere. four. This is, I guess, technically between them. Look, yeah. That, play in terms of playoff matchups. I will say one thing think. before Connor, you talk. That atmosphere for a regular season Sunday Night Football game against the Giants is electric. I cannot imagine the atmosphere for a Bills home playoff game against the Chiefs. It's gonna be oh, nuts. boy. Bills and Mafia is going to have a field day. But I think the winner of that wins the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Bill of Bill's Chiefs. Yeah. So you think whoever so wins no, that, no Ravens. Fran comes out of no the Ravens. I don't think I think the Ravens lose. I can get behind that because I think right now my, I might be biased because I'm rooting for them, but I think that Both my of these teams pick is have the, is something the special Bills. to them. They're not having that high power offense. They're just winning a certain you know what's of crazy though playoff football. I think the Buff like if you asked me about the Buffalo Bills like six weeks ago, I would have like even just after the Eagles lost the Eagles, I was like. This might be better for them to kind of, my opinion on the Eagles, lose now, realize that Sean yeah. McDermott just isn't that guy. But then I saw Joe Brady took, took, take over. and I mean, this offense, like, it, it's night and day. And uh, I thought Ken Dorsey was, was good. I, and I still think he is, but I think Joe Brady, remember he got a lot of hype because that LSU team. Yes. And I think that hype might be back. I think, all well, I'm going to say is I think if the Eagles fired Sirianni, not to keep bringing this up, I would interview him. I would give him a good interview. I mean, he went down to Carolina, was with Matt Rule, who just sucked, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's like, what do you really want him to do? He didn't really have, I mean, he had DJ Moore there and Curtis he Samuel. Had no and he had some weapons, yeah, and McCaffrey, but like, he, he just couldn't put it together. Matt Rule was obviously. It's just obvious. the logo. He so obviously, it's the Panthers. It's just yeah, the Panthers. Right, I mean, where's, where's, where's Hill when yeah. you need him? Um, <laughs> Um, but no, so like, I think, yeah, he's done a really good job and Buffalo again is, is red hot now, Connor. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's been a perfect storm for them to get the chiefs at home on this winning streak, especially when the bills, you know, they start off like, Oh, they're six and six. You know, what is going on with Buffalo? Like they're start off like, I think what, two and one or three now. And like, I mean, that's already too early in the season to talk about, but yeah, I think that overtime loss really changed things around in the the team and like where they knew they could go because their ceiling is still really high. I mean, you know, you're facing the Chiefs finally at home. You know, maybe the rest will be on your side for once, but <laughs> we'll see with that one. We'll see. Um, don't but don't yeah, tell Sammy. I'm really Chiefs excited fan. for this Chiefs. No, I think my home is fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they. I mean, they just love to. Looked at the refs and oh. throw their arms. No, in it's, the it air. actually is kind of bad, and it sucks because the Eagles like the Super Bowl, all that, all oh, that. Not okay. to talk about that, but it is kind of like how it have you? Wow, ever they actually like tr- like Mahomes truly like throws a pass and looks back at the refs. I mean, of course. I mean, I like he's you, entitled. Why did you do the same thing of your Patrick Mahomes? Well, when you won the Super Bowl last year on a on a on a blown call, I don't know if you can just always look for a, a call to go your way. You know what I mean? Like that one roughing. A lot of the calls do go their way. Like so, yeah. you know, to talk about like the Dolphins game, like the game was already over. Like the Chiefs are going to win, but that roughing the pass, like come that on, was a bad call. Third and twenty. Like was that the one who who got that was the one there? that pretty much gave him that gave him another first down there, like first. First and like the refs it was almost first. There was one where the one before it was truly passing interference. That was the one where he went for for, yeah, 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 for his yeah. legs. But there was one okay, after it was okay. third and twenty. Like Mahomes is out of the pocket. That was got the rid of it. Wilkins just kind of pushed yes, him. That was just kind just kind of gave him a little push. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of a and soft it, was, it was like it was like on third and twenty. Like you really no, I, you, you I, know that ends the game. Like right. you know that ends. The I game. have a conspiracy theory. The refs just wanted the game to be over. Too to cold. warm up, too That's cold. Fair. I, I don't know how you how they were just out there, man. And I mean, Kelsey had no sleeves on, her, and I'm like, dude, like, like I was cold. People, people, they're, they're the freeze, people with their bro. shirts off. Oh yeah, credit to them. Let's salute. That guy was definitely a Dolphins fan. Yeah, he was. There's no way he was. A person who lives there is dumb enough. I mean, they know. They knew what it was. All these people that came from Miami, they're like, oh, dude, it won't be that. No. <laughs> like, dude, the it Midwest is a different beast. Like, yeah. again, so yeah, I mean, again, I, I Dolphins losing. I mean, did anyone did anyone expect them to to run the to run through the AFC? No, I, so. I talked myself into them possibly beating the Chiefs, though. I, no, I, th- I, I thought it would that. be a better I game. That. I thought it would be a closer. It was a game very winnable sure. game for them. You know, yeah, did, I thought it, it was. Too. Didn't Tyreek Hill go on a rant and say, you know, he's going to go into Arrowhead, cook the Chiefs, they're going to win. Yeah, but in theory, I feel like he might have because you know it's it's it was his return back to the playoffs. Yeah, how did he do? A Legarius need that was what, just, what do these kids say? Snatch his chain. <laughs> That's what yeah. Legarius need did. He did. He did. <laughs> that was Tyreek's first time back at Arrowhead. Correct. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah uh, I believe so. Wow. So yeah, Chiefs win it there. Um, and then we had. What do we want to talk about first? Do we want to go Buffalo Pittsburgh? Let's go Buffalo Pittsburgh. Let's save. Yeah, let's yeah. save the special guests okay. potentially okay. for the final so, parts of the episode. So this game ended up being a semi good game. I think I think closer than people expected. Buffalo, you know, up fourteen nothing after one. 
Josh Allen's going nuts. Um, he obviously has that 52-yard touchdown run where he just looked like the fake, know, the fake slide almost. Uh, yeah, he almost pulled a a, a Kenny two gloves there with the fake slide and kept going. And um, which is also crazy. He's still like I didn't really watch Steelers much, but like it's crazy he just like got benched. Like yep. for Mason Rudolph. Yeah, he, is his career done? Pick it career? Uh, not in, I mean I don't know. You know maybe somewhere else. Starter. I thought he got hurt. Maybe somewhere. He, he was he, hurt. He and then was hurt, hurt. And then I think they just ran with Rudolph because he's been he's actually been you know pretty balling. decent. He's been, been balling. Played. Um, and he kept him in this one. Um, yeah, Steelers couldn't really draft. We didn't really talk about about the Browns, man. We'll, 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 after we'll after after, after we'll get to them. Which uh, I was, I already just forgot about that. That game was very already. sad. You always kind of forget about the first game on Wild Card Weekend. You know, Josh Allen has a big day, three touchdowns, and you know they run the ball. With James Turner. I mean, again, this is just a Buffalo it's team. Kincaid. Oh, he's yeah. so good. I've been s- talking right. about him. Quick since question: the draft. We need to put this on the record. Okay. Who is going to have more yards next week, Don Kincaid or Travis Kelsey? Don Kincaid. I would say. I mean, Kincaid I think Kelsey right now will. is their number two. I think Kelsey will, but I think Kincaid will have a in a better game if that makes sense. And they love Kincaid kind of in that. Kelsey role, right, where he's yeah. not exactly an inline guy, right? They'll move him out, put him in the slot. Cause he's he was more, on the outside on the third yeah, down. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, don't, I don't even know if the play I'm talking about, but like Josh Allen like missed him a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh, he like ran like an in route. He's been great. Um, And the Bills just keep winning. I mean, again, the Steelers were a team that, you know, yeah. they did the 10-7 it's, record, it's, of course. You knew they were. <laughs> never lost. Never lost. <laughs> you know, lost. that's crazy. Like, can, I, can we just talk about that for a second? Like, Undefeated, never lost. I think they have, I, I said this in like the group me, I was like, they have perfected the per, like purgatory. Like they have perfected it. and and honestly it's it's impressive. Like Mike Tomlin, not to say that he is a bad coach or anything, but he gets credit for it. Like he gets credit for being stuck in, you know, mediocrity. I know. Like it's like if, if it was ten straight years of eleven wins or more, that's great. And he's obviously had a run of okay, success where but it's been one of the best teams in the NFL. It's still very impressive. But they're celebrating right nine, ten win seasons where they're clearly not going to do anything in the postseason, and they're like, oh well, we were over five hundred. You know, so <laughs> it's like his walkout yesterday. No, dude, so in the press conference, uh, the person. Oh yeah, right, when he went person, right, dude, he's the most memeable coach of all time. <laughs> like he just, he she just said, said two words. <laughs> And he was like, nah. He nah. Said, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> I'm here so I just get, don't get fined. Oh, yeah. my God. So, um, I mean, he's obviously going to be back. If he wants to be the Steelers coach, he's going to be. He'll be he the confirmed coach. it today. He said he's he yeah. said he's back for sure. Final year of his contract. So let's just say Brian Dable doesn't work. And we out. could be losing all our childhood coaches. That's uh, crazy. Mike Tom went to the uh, New York Football Giants last week. Saban. Saban. Well, Bill and, will still coach, but like it just won't be. It's the not going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. Pete and nope. Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll on the oh, yeah. way out. Andy Reid's been threatening retirement for a couple of years now. I think I th- I thought last year would be the last year, but I think you Maybe. can't you can't leave off a Super Bowl, so you're kind of just yeah. like, all right, let's. I don't think he's. Well, what if he runs it? What if they go back to back? Then he's got to go for the three P. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> he's gotta. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's coaching until he's eighty. Yeah. Right. Um. So we have one last game. We do. We do. And we are going to call up a Browns fan. Should now. we? Are, should, are we doing this now? We are calling him up. Here. All right, so the previous co-host of Third and Law, my guy Nick Carlson, don't even know where he is. Honestly, like I don't know what he's really up to anymore. <laughs> um, we just know his team. He's a Kinalon native, so he's up in North Jersey near me and Sam. But I mean, he—I don't know. I mean, um, I saw that like eighty percent of the U.S. is in freezing temperatures today. So wherever he is, he's probably cold. I hope he's warm. I'm calling him. <laughs> we'll talk to him about the Browns, little Baker Mayfield, his guy. Hopefully he NCMC. picks up. Yeah. Hopefully he picks up. Come on, Nick. I believe. I don't have a good feeling. He picked up right away last time. He kind of did, right? Yeah. No, we, I think we only oh, have like no. one or well, two more range. I, I guess we're just going to have to rip Browns talk without him. Ah. Should we give it one more shot? Call him in a couple minutes. Let yeah, me, let's uh, go. Let me, let me shoot him a text. All right, so did you guys really expect the Browns to lose that much? I thought no, it was I closer. actually expected the Browns to win. I, really? I had to text during that game. But that defense See? that defense was so good until – I mean, I t- honestly, I never did – I never dove deep into that game. I never really realized that the Browns' defense was kind of home merchants, like, uh, in a sense. But it – Guys wide open, wide open, and that's Bobby Slowick. 
He's going to get a head coaching job. As he should. And he deserves it. And he deserves – he's another guy under Shanahan, another Shanahan tree guy. They'll, they'll, they'll never run out of him. The whole league's just going to be a bunch of Shanahan trees sooner that, rather than later. Right. It's like the Belichick. Yeah. Right? And, and he's, he's just a great play designer. And he's allowed C.J. Stroud to have an awesome, awesome rookie year, an all-time rookie year, if you will. Um, and – it, a lot of it has to do because of him and that Texas team. They don't have the greatest weapons. Nico Collins, great, you know. Obviously, they're down tank. Dale. Yeah, they're down tank. Dale Dalton Schultz, you know, pretty solid tight end. Uh, Brevin Jordan, ripping, yeah, Brevin uh, Jordan. I, I remember him like pre draft. Yeah, I, I remember him like pre draft. Uh, man, right? Was he Penn State? I think he went to Penn State for and a year, and then he went to Coastal to, Carolina, okay. Florida. Yeah, or. And we finished at no, Miami. No, it was Coastal Carolina and then Miami, I think. Or oh, Miami. Yeah, I Miami. think. Wait, no, I'm thinking of Isaiah Likely went to Coastal Carolina. He My did. fault. Yeah. With wrong, this wrong tight end that draft. <laughs> With this, so he went to Miami. It, does D'Amico Ryan's have the coach of the year slot? Well, they vote That's with tough. it. The problem is they vote for it before the year, and I think Stefanski's going to win it because of that. They vote for it. Before I think the playoffs, Campbell's. I think Campbell's going to get it because they're bringing cool. the Lions in the playoffs and winning that division. I don't know. Stefanski did a lot. He had four different uh, quarterbacks. If, if Stefanski wins it, I'll be happy for him. But my vote's D'Amico Ryans. I can get behind that. You bring the second worst team in the NFL last season to not only in the playoffs, but to win the AFC South. Now, granted, the AFC South is not the greatest division in the world, but still. Yeah, okay, I can't talk bad about the Jaguars enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone. Can. It's been like the, they didn't even make the playoffs, dude. Everybody was like ready to yeah. hand them the keys of the AFC. They, bl- they blew it. Like, and well, beginning of the year, yeah, it was like it was like uh, the, you know their next Lawrence up. MVP, like T Law. T Law is weird. Is a little shakier than I would like him to be at this point, for sure. You know, I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but there, I mean, there are some throws that he should make, and he he just doesn't make them. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously WDP down there. Um, you know, I think kind Might of be on the hot seat. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think obviously next year, I think they gotta go and win the division. Somebody Eagles coaches having those glorious years and then falling right? off. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Doug with the to... Eagles, Sirianni, Always. even Chip Kelly's first year was like some special. Uh, Chip Kelly, and then Chip Doug Peterson Kelly. now down in Jacksonville is once again had that year where everybody was like, I can't believe the Eagles fired him type type <laughs> stuff, and like now he's, you know, I kind of would have fired him now. I, like I think there was no excuses to not there's not at least making the playoffs, let alone win the division. So yeah, so the Texans run through the Browns, obviously forty five fourteen. Defense made plays. My guy Joe Flacco, mm. that's your guy. What a sad way to go out. Or maybe it's not his last game. You know, but maybe it'll be a backup somewhere la- uh, next year. But you know, he had really been playing well for them, and he had been this kind of guy who, as a veteran, was not afraid to take risks down the field, and it was really unlocking David Njoku over the last few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, had built a rapport with Amari Cooper, and uh, the the two interceptions he threw were bad. Um, and just offensively, the Browns really didn't have much in this game, and that was kind of something that you 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 wondered about. Was obviously we know about how great the defense can play, and Miles Garrett and all that. Miles Garrett, you know, you talked about getting pressure on C.J. Stroud all you want. C.J. Stroud's the one guy where pressure might not really matter, yeah. right? Or he's one of the few guys where it's like, yeah, you can be up in his face. Guess what? He's still he's still gonna throw a laser on the money. You know what I mean? He's just. He missed, he missed one throw. He's rock solid. Like, yeah. CJ Stroud is unbelievable under pressure, and um, which is crazy because that was a big negative on yeah. him coming out of the draft until that Georgia game right, last year. Right. So and, it, like it's kind of crazy how it's like it's almost like a, just a, a switch inside of him just flipped. Yeah. Because he like when the Mich- those Michigan games, he was awful. He was awful when he had pressure in his face. Yeah. No, I, I, look, let me just I just love point. You oh, you love, I forgot you're a Michigan. Fan. I know. Oh, national champions. Congrats, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, I was, was rooting for my dog Penix. Hey, sorry, I, I'm I'm still Penix guy, but I'm. I mean, a little draft preview here. I know it's just one game, but that game worried me a lot with Penix. It did. It did. It did. Yeah, we'll we'll, t- we'll save that for another episode of Third and Long. But you got a whole off season, so you got to save oh, we it. We got a whole off season for that. We got draft preview. I got some games planned for us. We're gonna play some oh, fun games. Oh, games. 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 Ooh, I like games. <laughs> we'll <play> trivia. <laughs> what type of games? What type trivia. Of game? <laughs> Um, 
So let's look at these divisional matchups. So you got Houston going to the top seed in the AFC, Baltimore, Saturday, 4.30. Ravens, nine-point favorites there at home. You know what? I'm smelling upset. Yeah? Houston Texans beat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. What do you think, Connor? Do you agree? I like what they were able to do against the Browns, but I don't think they're going to be able to repeat. Ravens were too dominant. I mean, you saw that Christmas game against the Niners, and you saw the Niners being like, oh, the favorites to win everything, and the Ravens shut everything down. They're now the favorites. I think the Ravens win tight. Mm. Man. I I think the Texans are, are what the Titans were. A yeah. couple of years ago, yeah, and I think Ravens fans are are, are gonna just man, it's gonna be what what you thought was a Super Bowl season, and it's gonna turn into you know, I got had enough of of John Harbaugh. <laughs> like I think okay. that, that that might you happen. Fire John Harbaugh, I'll take him me, me immediately. I know, you know, I mean, a lot of teams would say John Harbaugh. You're telling me if you I'll take Jim Harbaugh, yeah, I'll yeah. take both of them, John of and Jim, of course. Um, but yeah, up. I I think I've got to take the Texans. Who do yeah. you got? Uh, you I know, think they have the magic, the same magic the Bills have. And I think I knew this year was going to be unexpected. I knew it as, uh, during the regular season. I was like, whoever we think, like everybody's thinking, oh, Ravens and Niners, I guarantee you the Ravens and Niners won't. I had a prediction. Well, at least at least one of them won't be in the Super Bowl. To start the season, that, street, that CJ Stroud, I got tongue twisters today, that CJ Stroud was your offensive rookie of the year, and that the Texans were going to win seven games. Yeah, I ended up knowing 10-7. Definitely a surprise in the South. Lamar, to me, is similar to Dak, where it's like we know about the regular season success, right? He, he hasn't shown it in the playoffs yet. And um, Nick Carlson is calling me. Oh. oh. Here we go. What's up, buddy? Mr. Hook. How are we? Good, good. Um. Third and Lawn is, is live. Now. What's up, Carlson? Carlson, how are you? How are you right now? I feel for you. Uh, you know, well, you know what made it better was watching the game when uh, so I was in Vegas this past weekend. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to watch it in a BetMGM uh, sportsbook. There was a lot of Houston fans there. So, really, were you wearing your Deshaun Watson jersey? But, but Carlson, you got your boy Brock Purdy still alive. The Packers. They play the Green Bay. Yeah, we were we were just talking about uh, the Houston name and Stroud and how the Browns, you know, they got pre- they, they certainly, you know, the, the defensive front and the defense as a whole has been good. But it's like Stroud is like the one guy where it's like even if you blitz and you get up all in his face, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. matter with him. But Carlson. He's going to be dangerous. I, I think the one other team I think that's really dangerous, and this is a shocker, I think the Bucks are going to be a dangerous well, That's your boy Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, how, uh, how is that, watching your boy Baker take down the Eagles? <laughs> I mean, listen, like I still root for him. I mean, it didn't work out in Cleveland, but like. He has all the weapons. He's got great wide receivers. The D line's fantastic. The defense has been inconsistent, but like, I think they can beat the Lions. I think that the Lions are unbelievably inconsistent. So you think uh, the Bucks are gonna win? I think if I were to say there were to be a game that would be an upset, I think it would be that game. Uh, I think that I think Jordan Love really doesn't have a shot against Brock Purdy and the Niners, but I mean. Yeah, Brock Purdy cost me a fancy football championship, Carlson. Which one? Was it the three interception one? Yeah. Can I ask you, was your Christmas ruined by that? No. No, no it I wasn't. I would have been. I thought of you. I honestly thought you were, like, in a dark place. Like, <laughs> it was like me when Rogers got hurt. Like, I thought people were, like, testing you and asking you if you were okay. Like, no, no, no. I was, it, I, I was over it pretty quickly. I was like, 
pretty quickly. I mean, the Rodgers situation, I mean, I literally thought of you right away. Right when Rodgers went down, mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way Aaron didn't punch a hole through his wall. Dude, like, I, oh my god! I, I I was honestly shocked by how many people were like, "Dude, are you all right?" Like, I called you. Like, no, I'm not. But like, dude, like, I appreciate the thought. You know. Um, uh, one more question: Who who's the MVP? Is it is it CMC or is it or is it Lamar? Uh, I mean, it's a QB award. It's no, no, no. Who would you uh, give it to? Who would you I, give it to? I would give it to McCaffrey. Same. He literally won fantasy football championships for people. Like, he literally carried the Niners. Purdy was all right and all, but, like, I don't know. Go look at Lamar's stats. He's not, like, what's he leading in? He's not leading in anything passing related. He can just run the ball. I, I think you give it to McCaffrey, and I honestly would consider uh, Tyreek. Okay, that's Tyreke. fair. That's fair. So, uh, if there was an award best quarterback, which that's the MVP right now, who would you give it to? Uh... If Daft wasn't a, a problem over the last couple weeks, I'd say I'd say him. I guess I'd give it to Lamar. I mean, he's been what about Brock Purdy? The best quarterback. He's been so hard to stop. But if Purdy didn't have that four interception game, I would die on the hill that Purdy is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> over Patrick Mahomes. But what has Mahomes done? Oh, oh, oh! You might, what you, has you might have to hang up. Mahomes done? <laughs> Okay. You might have to hang up before <laughs> Sam gets mad. <laughs> Who are his wide receivers? Where, where are they offensive passer and everything like that? Brock Purdy is single-handedly putting up like 38 points a game. Carlson, I'm a huge... Single-handedly? You just called CSC the MVP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bar- Carlson, I'm a huge Brock Purdy guy. Not as big as you, but Mahomes, you're telling me that if Patrick Mahomes had the weapons that Brock Purdy had, he would not be unstoppable? Patrick Mahomes, and ever since I traded for Patrick Mahomes at the trade deadline, I went one and six. Okay, okay. Yeah, for Patrick Mahomes failed me this year. But you know, but you so you're telling me his wide receiver one is Rashid Rice. Now, don't get me wrong, Rashid Rice is going to have a great career this year. He had a little rocky start. They had Kadarius Tony as his wide receiver one. Yeah, but he had. You got to think he had Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the league. Rashid Rice, who's fantastic. Isaiah Pacheco, who's a solid running back. I mean, that's that's arguably more than Josh Allen has. Arguably more than Josh Allen has? He's Dolphin Kincaid. Dawson Knox and Gabe Davis and James Cook. You would put Gabe Davis. I would I would put Aaron above Gabe Davis. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. I would I would too. I, I don't <laughs> like Gabe Davis at all. I thought they Gabe Davis fan, but he's got more than Patrick Mahomes. But he's also hurt. All right, listen to me. We got one question before we let you go. Can you ask me who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, you're on the money, my man. Who is it? Uh, I'm going to say probably I hate the Ravens. I despise them. I'd probably say it's the Ravens, although I saw some stat the other day on TikTok that was going all around that apparently the Niners are statistically going to win the Super Bowl because they check off every box of the last like 20 years or something. Wow. So, I, so like, I like the Ravens to win it, but I would love to see Brock Purdy win. So, if Brock Purdy wins Super Bowl, will you get a Brock Purdy jersey with a Super Bowl champion patch? What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to get a custom Browns jersey and put number 13, Purdy, on the back. So no, you're not. Think about the glory days <laughs> we could have had. <laughs> That's sick. I can't lie. That's Smith Carlson, everybody. Uh... Former host, former co-host of Third and Lawn. Um, I said, like, I don't even know what you're. I don't even know what you're up to, dude. That like, you're just in Vegas randomly. Like, what? Like, you got anything going on, or you just like, you know, or you just? I, I, I keep in the dark. You know, I, I keep my business stuff. Uh, you're, 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 like, you're like Rogers. You, you <laughs> like to keep yeah, it. Yeah, basically, I, uh, I do Osha Swalska, whatever that thing is he does uh, all the time. <laughs> Ayahuasca? Uh, oh yeah, you dabble. Ayahuasca, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Good to hear from you, buddy, as always. All right. I'll see you guys. Hope you're well. Awesome. Thanks for the input. All right. Bye. See you, Carlson. Oh, man. What a guy. What a guy. <sighs> always fun to hear from him. But, okay. All right. Let's. 
Can we talk quickly about these divisional matchups? Like five minutes. Quick prediction. We were in the middle of Texans Ravens. We said we think the Texans are going to pull the upset. Okay. Packers Niners. This to me, I mean, all, I think all these games are going to be really good. Obviously, Bill Chiefs is a great story. Butts Lions. This to me is the game of the weekend. Green Bay San Francisco. I think there's going to be fireworks here. Like it's going to be like like a 45 it's be 38. Like Jordan deal. loves coming out uh, it, from the sideline with a chance to no, win. No, actually, like I think he I think he's going to this is like his I know it's like so like overused, but like this is like the legacy game. Yeah. Like, this is like if he goes into Santa Clara and wins this like he like the, we're going to be the Packers will give him whatever he wants. I know? think Look, I want to really I really hope that happens. But I don't trust. I still don't trust Joe Barry and that that defense to, point, to even yeah. give Jordan Love a chance. But they did great against the Cowboys. If they can just like, you know, we we just talked about the Brock Purdy interception games. Uh, he had two of them, two bad uh, games with three interceptions, right? Because the Vikings he also threw three, I believe. If if they could just like get one or two from them, sneak a possession, you know, be the last team to get it at halftime, be the last team to get it in the fourth quarter, like we they could win. They just gotta, you know, push the right buttons. You know, I, I but do, I'll take the Niners. But that. I do want to see the Packers win. I'm a big Jordan Love guy. I was a big Jordan Love guy when he came out of the draft. Oh, yeah, I gotta go with the San Francisco 49ers. They are the most talented team in the NFL. You're telling me they can't beat the seven seed in the Green Bay Packers? I'm hurting for love though. Like I was with a two seed. Yeah, they but were, were they really that. the two seed? You know, they got robbed. They got lucky that the Eagles were even. They got lucky worse. that the Eagles. Lo- yeah. Went on that skid and the the, the missed call. But I thought that game was meaningless, though. Yeah, what? the yeah. the last game of the season. Yeah, for the Eagles. Yeah, it was meaningless. What do you mean? But if you won, you know, you could have had. A yeah, team. but so they were playing for the division, obviously the Eagles, right? In a sense, assuming, I mean, assuming the Commanders beat the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but not, I meant like, like, I meant like the, the Eagles like clearly choked from past oh, yeah. the past yeah. the that like when the Niners game started, like when they faced the Niners versus you know that True. when that that time on, like it was like very clear that they should have easily won the division. Yeah, especially after the Cowboys choked to the um, Dolphins Bill, as yeah. well. Connor, yeah. who do you got winning? Green Packers, Bay, Niners. San Fran. Niners. I hate the Niners. Love the Niners. But I'm still picking them over the Packers. Okay. Who you got? Wish nothing but the uh, worst. I would like to see. I mean, again, I'm not going to root for the Packers, but like, it'd be really fun. I'm rooting for the Packers win. for sure. I think, all in all, I do agree with the Joe Barry thing. Like, the defense for the Packers is just so hit or miss. And so it's like, you know, Shanahan is going to have his guys running wild. And, you know, if. Um, Kittle suits up and plays. I, I think the Niners at home should take I it. think one advantage that the Packers might have is the Niners are on a bye week, but I don't think they were expecting to play the Packers. So probably they were not. probably expecting to I play the Bucks. I think that they, they kind of, you know, they don't they didn't have that true extra week to prepare for the right. Packers. So I like they again, they were probably expecting to play the Rams, the Eagles. Um they were probably expecting to play one of them. Um and maybe the Bucks, yeah, sure. But you know, I I I think that could be an advantage for the Packers. Okay. It's almost like it, the Niners didn't have a bye week, you know? Right. They, they didn't have that week to prepare for the Packers. All right. We got the next couple of games. We Lions, Bucks, Sunday, 3 p.m. What do we think? Uh, I think it, yeah, these are so a, hard, man. These, all these games I, I, are going to be really I know the, good. The, the upsets I pick won't be the actual upsets that happen. <laughs> but, it's, uh, like, it's like you're filling out March yeah. Madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this is literally a 12-5 matchup right here. Yeah. Uh, Bucks-Lions, yeah, man. Yeah, probably uh, is. Right? Like, give me... Oh, dude. Honestly... Give me the Bucks. I I think Jared Go- Jared, Jared Goff will struggle against the blitz. He's a statue in the pocket, uh, and I think okay. that could be a problem. Uh, especially the Bucks. I mentioned it earlier had 10, 13 pressures in under two and a half seconds against the Eagles last night. I, I think we could be some see something similar, uh, not as egregious. Um, and I'm sure the Lions will have better answers, but I think so, they'll get stopped sometimes. And I think I like Baker, man. I, again, I like the villain story. He's going to go in Detroit, rip the hearts out of Detroiters, if you will, and uh, and win. And and then all of a sudden we have a Packers Bucks NFC. Now I imagine that'd be rough. Oh man! Now when the Bucks, you know, they really came to play last night against the Eagles, but the Lions, they could have lost that game against the Rams. It was a really big toss up between the two teams. But going into this matchup, I'm going to go Lions at home. I feel like they have a better chance with 
being at home than being on the road um, in this one. You know, I'm also going to have to go with the Lions. I think they got just something to them. They got the momentum after ripping out the hearts of Rams fans. Do they even exist, Rams fans? Uh, You've been out there. I yeah, you tell us. Uh, they're, they're not really too passive. They're, pay, they're the paid actors of the NFL draft. They're all in <laughs> St. Louis. They're all in St. Louis. Mm. But it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last. I think the Lions are going to find a way to win it 27 to 24 on a last minute field goal. Ooh, okay. Uh, I don't mind that. I, I think I'm, I'm going to ride. Games. I think I'm riding with you, Dad. I think I'm going butts. I think they pull the upset. Then Badger's playing really well. It's just crazy because they win this game. Like, you're telling me the, they're one game away from the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, like, that just shouldn't happen. Think about how like, different. What happened to my great league? So, so it would be about, I think they would play a little over three years to the day that. Packers butts played in the NFC Championship in oh, 2021. Really? Brady versus Rodgers. Now you have Baker and Jordan Love. Just crazy. Um, Are they better quarterbacks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this point. I'm sorry. Um, final game. Chiefs Bills. And yeah, we all know. I, I mean, I, I have no doubt that this is going to be like the like one of the games of the year. Like it's it's going to be insane. Um, it's got aura. Honestly. It does have a lot of aura, <laughs> especially the Bills field. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I was tired of seeing the Chiefs field ain't going on. I don't know. I'll get us. You want me to get us started? I, I'm going Bills. I think uh, no. You know, you already started Bills. I'm going Bills. I think. I think they're just. I think they're the quote unquote team of destiny uh, at this point. Hot at the right time. Yeah, like them and the Texans are going to have a team of destiny off in the AFC Championship. I think (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be it's going to be who is the true team of destiny, and I think that's just what's going to happen. I I think Josh Allen is is the best quarterback on the planet right now. What do you got, Connor? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bills because you know coming off that overtime loss, they haven't skipped a beat since. They've been on fire, and now that you're facing a Chiefs team. Where their defense is pretty solid, but it's really gonna be a really tight game. I'm going Bills in the end. You guys all go with the Buffalo Bills. That atmosphere is gonna be electric. Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. He's only played at Arrowhead and the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs, a lot of people said their first round exit. With Patrick Mahomes He's nothing without Tyreek Hill He's going to do nothing this year He's going to go Into Highmark Stadium And go win And go to the AFC Championship game And rip the throat down Of every single Bills Mafia member And to prove to everyone That he's not only The best quarterback in the league The best player in the league Undoubtedly I wouldn't mind the Bills losing. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I I, I don't like the. I Buffalo would feel Bills, so bad. I don't like that. them because I, I don't no, hate the Bills. No, I, I really don't like them. Really? I mean, look, Josh Allen. I love I Josh them. Allen. I like. I, I like respect when, the run that they've been on, but dude, I mean, they're well, the Bills. How, how happy <laughs> I've been trained to hate them. I like. I like when teams. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm a professional hater. I like when teams that just haven't won in a while just continue to choke. So it takes the tension off when the Eagles lose. So, like, if the Ravens lose, no one's going to be talking about the Eagles this all season. If the Bills lose again, everybody's, no, I don't know. Everybody's going to talk about the Chiefs lose? Eh, sure. They're the defending champs. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, Buffalo. But like Bills, you're like, you're like, Chiefs won last and year. Not you're like, only you're if like they Patrick, got one. If yeah. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs right. win, it'll be their sixth straight AFC championship game. It's crazy. Mm. Wow. <sighs> all right. That's it. Is that all we got? Well, that's the first episode of Third and Long for the year 2024. Recap Super Wild Card Weekend. Preview Division Round, of course. Talked about the Eagles and Cowboys choking this weekend. Aiden Dockery, Connor and Andrew, thank you for joining us. I'm Sam Prince alongside my co-host, Aaron Hook. We're back for another week for Third and Long next week. See you guys next week.